Hey, welcome to the Living It by Design Lounge, where we talk about all things health and relationships. I'm Jeanette Schaub, your host and certified life and health coach, and this is part two of my three-part December planning series. Anything we can do to change our mindset and go into a new year with possibilities, excitement, and empowered empowerment or feeling empowered versus the anxiety and stress and the feeling that we didn't get enough done. I don't know about you, but as I mentioned in the first podcast in this series, you know, December rolls around and I immediately start thinking about all the stuff I didn't get done and beating myself up about it. Um, I'm so excited about a new year every year. However, I also, again, beat myself up about all the things I didn't get done. And so we want to shift that mindset so we can start the new year with a clean slate, fresh perspective. Um, Empowerment, positivity versus feeling unaccomplished and behind the curve. That's the goal here. So what we believe to be true can impact what we experience. So again, let's shift our mindset before that ball drops and we head into 2022. So in part one, we took, um, and yes, I'm just jumping in here because uh, I love this topic. I think it's really important. And again, we could do this at any time during the year, but I thought December would be a good time to squeeze this in. In part one, we took inventory. So I hope you did that exercise and have a really good pulse on where you are. And we started with just on a scale of one to 10, just a number. Remember, no shame, no blame, no judgment. This is just to know how we're feeling about where we are as we finish a year. Um, we just want to know the score so we can change it if we need to, if it needs to be changed. And so with that, we had an exercise of kind of, uh, you know, going through the list, acknowledging the things we did do, starting on a positive note, and then reshifting that list of, of things to do or those goals or whatever was, you know, um, whatever it is that we're, you know, thinking about that we didn't get done or that feeling. We want to zero in on those things and reprioritize, right? And let go. That was the last step was letting go so we can breathe and kind of start fresh. But another part of this whole planning and shifting perspective is clutter. There were reasons why we didn't do get to everything on that list. I talk about clutter all the time. I've done another episode on just clearing the clutter in our lives because often it's just it's what gets in the way of us reaching our goals. Now, that's not to say that clutter was the reason we didn't get to everything on our list or you know, when I say list, um, you know, we all have that kind of, it might be specific goals that you set for yourself. It could just be a running list of things to do that you just wanted to get off your plate, um, home, work, personal, professional, it doesn't matter. Um, and so clearing the clutter of what's standing between where you are today and a new year. And so here are some examples when I say clearing the clutter. And I I think clearing clutter is just so liberating. And we don't often even realize that we have clutter until we start to dissect it, break it down. So it can be, I'm going to give you a lot of examples, but it could be clutter in your physical space, meaning 
a closet, a drawer, a room, garage, those could also be things that were on my list. You know, a um, couple times a year, I like to organize the garage. I really wanted to do it one more time before the end of the year. And I don't know that I'm going to get there. So that might just go on a fresh new list for the beginning of the year. Um, the feeling of getting organized can be really therapeutic. So what clutter can you clear or do you have clutter in your physical space, in your home, in your office, you know, um, that is blocking you? I know when I, you know, uh, lack creativity or I feel blocked or I can't write or I feel like I can't get clarity on something, I will just go tackle a closet or a drawer or some space in my house or in my office and it's just, it's amazing how much clearer I can see things when I physically clean up my space. So there's clutter in your physical space. There is clutter in the mind, right? Negative thoughts or limiting beliefs, guilt, shame, judgment, that stuff we just can't stop thinking about and replaying, that thing that happened that we can't let go of, all that clutter in the mind also adds to that anxiety that we might be feeling in the middle of December when we feel like a brand new year is coming and we've got all this stuff that we didn't get done. So what clutter in the mind might you be, as I read these, I want you to kind of be taking some inventory or again, bring out that journal, that paper, that pen and take some inventory. When I ask you, do you have clutter in your physical space? If, if there's that, you know, write that down. Do you have clutter in the mind? Are there negative thoughts that keep replaying, limiting beliefs, guilt, shame, uh, hurt, you know, sorrow, like what's going on? Are you holding on to things that you could set free? The third one could be also literally clearing the clutter on your calendar. Are you honoring your yes and your no? And that just means, you know, are you saying no to the things you really don't need to do or don't want to do? Or are you just saying yes, just because? Are you overcommitting? Are you saying yes to the things that really are important to you? If you weren't sure, just take a look at your calendar. Are you so stacked that you just don't have time for self-care or other things that are important to you? Are you just, you know, uh, going back-to-back Zoom calls and, you know, other commitments, but not things that maybe are necessary or important? I mean, we all have things that we say yes to that, you know, we probably don't want to do, that we have to do for some, for whatever reason, but is it getting in the way? Is it clutter? Our calendar is just, you know, do we have a lot of vacant space or or we're not managing them properly or um, just take a look at your calendar and see if it's telling you something. There may be clutter there that can be cleared. I like to separate out, number four, would be clearing clutter in the kitchen. So number one was clearing clutter in your physical space, and of course your kitchen is physical space, but I like to keep that separate because food is comfort, and especially now that many of us are working from home still, it's an easy go-to for stress relief, comfort, convenience, etc. 
So ask yourself if your pantry, fridge, or other spaces are aligned with your health goals for the new year. This whole mind, body, soul, like everything is interconnected. And so it's really important to check in with how you are physically and check your physical space. Is there clutter in your kitchen? Your pantry, your fridge, a drawer, a closet. And are, are those spaces aligned with your health goals? If not, take one small space and clear that clutter. I mean, a, a, a kitchen, you know, overhaul is, is a big project. So I'm not implying you should go in and, you know, clean out all your cabinets and all that. But for instance, you know, uh, if my if one of my challenges this year was that I wanted to, you know, um, have healthy snacks on hand, then maybe I need to set that up in my kitchen. Maybe I need to clear out all the unhealthy snacks, um, quote unquote, unhealthy snacks and replace them. Maybe my refrigerator is just a mess and, you know, uh, because of lack of time, I don't have time to cook healthy meals and that's really important to me. So there might be clutter there. Hopefully you get the idea. Um, And again, I'm not suggesting that you spend days and hours and weeks clearing clutter. I'm just suggesting that let's identify first where there may be clutter in your life that's getting in the way of getting things done that are important to you and also can clear some clutter before you start a new year so you're not bringing that clutter into a brand new year. Hopefully that makes sense. Relationships. That's number five. That's a tough one and I've talked about this before also but there are relationships in your life it's time to let go of. I'm gonna guess even if there's just one and maybe none. I shouldn't generalize, but we all have something that's kind of on the perimeter. It could be an acquaintance that, you know, um, you met through a networking group. It could be a friend that, you know, you guys have just lost your connection. It could be certain behaviors that you're tolerating that are no longer aligned with who you want to be in the future. I'm not suggesting you kick everyone to the curb that isn't perfectly aligned or requires work as it's a two-way street for sure. But if you've been accepting relationships that you know are toxic, require more work than bring joy, always make you feel depleted or a certain way, you know what I'm talking about, that's different. So that's what I'm talking about. Um, I think when I just say, you know, relationships, if there is one, you probably already know. So, um, you know, that's, again, I won't say anything more on that topic, but, um, so those are the five. So physical space, clutter in the mind, clutter in your calendar, clutter in the kitchen and relationship clutter. So thinking about those categories, just as in part one, we now want to take inventory of the areas in your life where you could do a little spring cleaning in the winter. (laughs) So thinking about, you know, the things that you didn't get done this year that you wish that you had, that you may be beating yourself up for, was clutter the reason 
Like what of those one through five, did any of that resonate? Did, did one thing jump out and you immediately know that, yeah, it was my calendar was just overbooked or um, my office is so disorganized. Like there's just no way I always feel overwhelmed when I go in there and therefore I get nothing done. It's those types of things that we want to be thinking about and pay attention to so we don't repeat that in the new year. Again, if, if you're overcommitting and your calendar's a hot mess, that could have been the reason something, you know, uh, that you didn't get done, something didn't get done that was important to you. So keep on writing. This is a great journal exercise um, here, just based on those five areas. What comes up for you? What's coming up for you now when you think about clutter in your life? All the areas. It could be more than one. I had a couple. I definitely had a, had a couple of places. For me, it's definitely my office, which I try to clear throughout the year. But especially now, I mentioned in the first, I think in the first podcast, <laughs> um, uh, or, or part one of this series, that you know I spent the day cleaning out my office and just going through files, resetting, you know, setting up new files for the new year and shredding old stuff and then filing other things that I don't need to have in my office any longer. That's clutter for me. When my office is in disarray or disorganized or I feel like that hasn't been done, it shuts me down. And I won't get anything you know, it, it's very difficult for me to check things off the list. So that's definitely an area of clutter for me. So, so far in part one, we took inventory of all the things we beat ourselves up for not completing or the goals we didn't meet and such. And now we're taking inventory of the clutter that gets in the way of the past, of the present, or looking ahead could potentially get in the way. And so step one is, because I love my steps, take inventory of the clutter. What on, in those five categories, those five clutter buckets, if you will, what jumped out for you? Circle the top three items that you know are getting in the way of clearing the clutter or getting in the way of your goals or maximizing your time, whatever, whatever that feels like to you in this place and time, point in time. Step three, pick one thing you can clear this month. I know you're saying we're already in the middle of December and I haven't finished my Christmas shopping and <laughs> Christmas is less than two weeks. I get it. So I know I gave you an exercise in part one, but there's still time. Trust me. Pick one thing you can clear of the three things you circled that you can clear this month. And again, I said it before, I'm not expecting a complete overhaul. Just pick one thing, one drawer, one file. It could be shredding paper. It could be buying a new day planner. It could be, you know, anything that's going to help you clear some clutter that's getting in the way of getting stuff done. 
or could potentially get in the way of getting stuff done when you come out of the gate January 1st. So for part two summary here, we're going to keep it very simple because again, we're not trying to create more stress, anxiety, and and feeling overwhelmed. We want to shift our perspective for the new year. And we want to just identify and call out some things that have been happening before January comes. I know it's a lofty goal. We've got a couple of weeks left, but you can do this. I know you can. <laughs> so now that you have that one thing and stretch, if you want to have two things, two areas of clutter to clear, I would keep it simple and achievable given the time frame, of course. So give yourself a timeline and commit. It's that simple. If I know the one thing that's going to cause me the most anxiety and make me feel like the rest of this year is just a wash and I'm not going to get anything else done and I'm going to feel behind when I get to January, if there's one thing on that list that's going to make me feel like that, that's where I'm going to focus my attention. And I'm going to pick a date and I'm going to pick a time. And so that was me when I decided I would need to get through this two-drawer file cabinet. It wasn't very big. Pull everything out. Pull out the stuff I don't need anymore, shred some things, create some new files. It was me, a label maker, and some file folders. And now that it's done, I had TV going in the background and I just sat down and just kind of made myself commit. So whatever that is for you, commit and give yourself a timeline. And listen. Yes, we are December planning for an ideal January, but that's not to say if you just don't really have time to get anything done in the next couple of weeks, nothing bad happens when the new year begins, right? So you've got time. I'm pushing you because I want to, you know, hold you accountable and and give you a little nudge. But of course, do it within the time frame that you set for yourself. And if that happens to be in January, then, then that's, that's what that is. So I hope these examples helped. I really want you thinking about those five categories and taking some inventory of the clutter in your life. When we get to part three, it's going to be about next steps before the end of the year. So we've taken inventory of where we are and how we're feeling. We've identified some areas that definitely need to be cleared. We've let go of some things that are no longer important to us. And ideally, we want to create this feeling of peace, calm, and empowerment before the new year arrives. I love the process of clutter clearing, in case you couldn't tell. (laughs) So if you have any questions about this, if you want to talk about it, want want some other ideas, please connect with me at livingitbydesign.com or Jeanette at livingitbydesign.com. Email me. I'd love to connect with you. Until then, do the exercises and I'll see you back in the lounge for part three.